Hello, welcome back to How About That Crypto. You're watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. I'm here Monday through Friday and I, I explain crypto on Web3 while keeping you up to date on all the latest. Today's news stories are China reemerges as a global Bitcoin miner despite the ban. Interesting, this comes after my report yesterday. South Korea regulators launch an investigation into Terra Luna, the currencies that pulled down the market, and the founder is from there. And Instagram integrates NFT tech onto this platform. What does all this mean? Not to worry, I'll explain it all. But first, if you like or don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below. If you're listening on podcasts, please give me a rating. Five stars is preferable and follow me. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash that subscribe button, ring the bell. It helps support the channel and doesn't cost you anything. Just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. You can use the links below to do your own research. All right. Yesterday, I reported on a Chinese court ruling that Bitcoin is protected as property under Chinese law. I also question whether the Chinese would become a major player again in crypto. As an update last year. China banned crypto multiple times at multiple levels. And the last one was a ban on all transactions. So you could own crypto, but you couldn't use it. At least that's how I understand it. China used to control 61% of the processing power or hash rate, as it's commonly known, referred to as, of crypto, uh, Bitcoin, actually. This was seen as so this was seen to some as a risk to the network. The more miners you control, the more influence you have over the network. Still, Bitcoin does require 91% of the miners to agree on any changes to the protocols, but still a level of risk nonetheless. We want decentralization. We don't want China controlling, having a say over 60% of all the processing power of the most decentralized asset and scarcest asset on the planet, do we? No. The ban resulted in Bitcoin mining going to zero by the end of July, and there was zero activity in August. By the next month, it was, they were back to 21% of the processing power of Bitcoin mining. How this went underreported, and I'm just learning about it now, I have no idea. I scanned the news like a hawk, and this would have piqued my interest. There is another interesting thought. Why has no one been talking about this? Okay, so I'm going to share my screen and we're going to go through the news. You can use the link below to follow me uh, or just listen along. Author Coco Fang reports for South China Morning Post. Let me see here. Yep. China, China may have massive underground Bitcoin mining operations despite Ban last year, Cambridge data shows. China accounted for roughly a fifth of the Bitcoin network's hash rate at the end of 2021 after data showed it dropped to zero in July. Data from the Cambridge Bitcoin Electricity Consumption Index suggests miners covered their tracks with overseas proxies until they deemed it safe. That's right. According to the research from Cambridge Center for Alternative Finance, China has reemerged as a major Bitcoin mining hub. Maybe the information is just getting released because this says... The data they are citing is from last September to this January. I guess it takes time to gather the data, make sense of it, and publish it. This study group suggests the following. The data strongly suggests that significant underground mining activity has formed in the country. The CCAF said in a statement, Access to off-grid electricity and geographically scattered small-scale operations are among the major means used by underground miners to hide their operations from authorities and circumvent the ban. 
This may be the case. Perhaps the miners went underground. Probably this is what happened. This article says that they use VPNs and use to, to disguise the locations, and they are way more geographically diverse to spread out. So the Chinese people have a rebel inside of them. I love to hear that. Maybe the Chinese government cannot rule them forever. Not if there's a rebel inside. Not with that stuff. But anyway, I digress. Keep moving on. Unless it is like the conspiracy theory that I've been hearing, the Chinese government is mining the Bitcoin. Now, how do you like that one? I think that one's a pretty good one. Um, it also wouldn't be that far-fetched. Uh, it would be also interesting as like a hedge against their growth and uh, a hedge against taking on the U.S. and uh, becoming friends, such good friends with Russia, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? Think the government is involved with the mining? Do you think the government knows about this mining? If it is not the government, do you think they'll crack down on those rebels? Do you think we will see this grow across the country? What are your thoughts? Please leave a comment below. I want to hear from you and moving on. Author Kevin Helms reports for Bitcoin.com. South Korea launches emergency investigation into, into collapse of Luna in UST or Terra Luna, like I like to say. If you have not watched the report on this crisis, please go back and watch, watch my explanation of the market crash video from last week. Basically, the first time a stable coin of the size that UST or Terra and his sister coin Luna, which it was tied to, have collapsed. They were the, it's the first time a stable coin has collapsed that had made it to the size that it was making. It's hard to stay, but somewhere around $40 billion was wiped out in the lot and lost in this collapse of these two coins. Terra was an algorithmic stable coin, which was partially, partially backed by crypto. That's right. It did not even have a dollar for every dollar that they had coins worth a dollar. The algorithm failed to keep the value of the stable coin Terra at $1. But guess what? No algorithmic stable coins have ever made it. They all fail. And it. who knows? Maybe this is the last time someone tries. Maybe the last time people put the money in it. I don't know. But I, what I do know, and I reported on this, is during the collapse, they sold 80,000 Bitcoin to help prop up the value of their coins. Think about that for a second. 80,000 Bitcoin is a lot of Bitcoin to sell. So... Not only do you have this collapse, but they were selling tons of Bitcoin that created further pressure on the overall market, especially fear. Fear is huge. Well, South Korean regulators want to know what the heck happened. They have launched an emergency investigation of domestic crypto exchange operators following the Terra Luna collapse. Check this out. I'm going to read a little excerpt from here. For you here. South Korean top financial regulators, the Financial Service Commission and the Financial Supervisory Service have asked local cryptocurrency exchange operators to share information relating to UST and Luna, sources told the news outlet. An official of local crypto exchange operator was quoted as saying, last week, financial authorities asked for data on the amount of transactions and investors and sized up the exchanges, relevant measures. I think they did it to draw up measures to minimize the damage to investors in the future. The information requested by the authorities includes trading volume, clothing prices, numbers of relevant investors. The publication noted, adding that the regulators also asked exchange operators, operators to provide their countermeasures to the recent crypto market 
crash and analyses of the cause of the class. Basically, they're doing their homework, which they should. Definitely regulators should be figuring out everything. They want to be comfortable with this stuff. And we also want to make a ton of money in the next bull market. Is that what you're thinking? Are we thinking the same? I don't know. I think we are thinking the same. If you're not thinking the same, what are you thinking? Please leave a comment below. Oh, and also some dude who lost $2 million in a collapse showed up at the founders of this coin's house while his wife was home alone. Woo, that shit is real. What do you think about this? Tell me what your thoughts are. Please leave a comment below. I'd love to hear from you. And moving on to our last but not least story. Author Andrew Hutchinson reports for social media today. Instagram launches initial test of NFT display options, which are also coming to Facebook soon. The author starts off by explaining the NFT market is cooling off. Well, that's for sure. Just ask my group of friends that we invested in NFTs for. So what is an NFT? For those of you who don't know, I've done plenty of videos about this. You can go back and watch it in the vocab playlist. What is an NFT? But for short, an NFT stands for non-fungible token. Fungible means that two things can be interchanged. One dollar, it doesn't matter. If you need. If you go to the store and you have five $1 bills and you buy something for $2, yeah, right, not nowadays with inflation, right? But let's just say hypothetically, you have five $1 bills in your pocket, you buy something for $2, you open your wallet and you don't have to pick and choose and say, oh, well, that dollar is worth more than that dollar. No, you grab any $2, you give it to the cashier, boom, fungible dollars used. Now, non-fungible would be like if you went into your backpack and pulled out a Picasso and the person would be like, well, what? how much is this worth? Who is it painted? Did you actually, did you steal this? Did you, do you actually own it? Is it actually real? Is it authentic? Do you, can you prove that you own it? You know, so that is because it's non-fungible from the next Picasso or a non-Picasso, but like, now do you understand? Non-fungible means not like the next one, not it's unique. It cannot be exchanged with something exactly the same. So this is saying you can show off your artwork and get a blue check mark to show it's legit. It sounds like what Twitter did, but I don't really know who cares. I don't get it. Why do anyone care, especially with now that the hype is drawing down? But whatever. They're also working on sales of NFTs. Now we're talking a marketplace on the most used platform for sharing digital art. At least, at least most used that I know of. So check this expert excerpt out. As Zuckerberg notes, the potential of NFTs expands well beyond the current flood of cartoonish avatar pictures with seemingly thousands of artists throwing together all manner of random images in the hopes of cashing in. Ain't that the truth? Those profile picture projects do indeed seem to be waning in popularity. Like I said, who cares? But eventually there will be ways to use the back-end process of NFTs to display ownership of a broad range of digital items. Now we're talking. So while NFT, as we currently know them, seem to be on their way out, which probably is accurate, the process they embody could well become a key foundation of the next stage. So I think that this is really interesting. I wanted to report on this because I wanted to include sharing with you something that a new product, uh, a new development in the space, like this is something that Facebook and Meta spent a lot of money putting together and it took a lot of time and they anticipate it being used well beyond the hype of pixelated dolphins and 
pictures of ugly apes. So like, what do you think about all this? Um, I think this is a big deal. I like to see, I like to see infrastructure being built out for this space. I'm a big web three fan. I also like the sovereignty uh, that I get, that I feel like I have when I own my own crypto. I have the ability to move it around and control my digital assets. I also like the idea of being able to actually control all my digital assets, whether there's something as small as credit card points to Starbucks rewards to, I don't know, like why can't my marriage certificate be an NFT? I don't know why it wouldn't be. Why does it need to be on a piece of paper in a file? Or is it scanned into a computer? And if it's scanned into a computer, well, I guess you don't really need an NFT for your marriage certificate. It's not like it's you're going to interchange it. Maybe the title to my house or my car. Anyway, what do you think about everything I report on today? What are your thoughts? Please leave a comment below. Please follow me. Please leave a comment. Please subscribe. Please do all the things that help support the channel because it doesn't cost you anything. And I come out here for you and that's all I'm asking for. So please do that and let me know if you like it or you don't like it. Until then, until tomorrow, hodl on.